This is a post-Christian podcast. Welcome to the Revolution Church podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to Revolution Church's Meet Your Congregation. I am Caleb here with Jay Baker. Hi, Jay. Good morning. You're in a good mood this morning. I didn't see this you afternoon. over there. It's a surprise. Nice <laughs> surprise. Here you are. I'm very animated today. Hey, Jay. And we're sitting here with our guest today, Andrew Bryant. Hello, Andrew. Hello. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. We, um, He's almost as excited as I am. Almost as excited as you are. <laughs> we um, <laughs> we uh, came into contact with you through mutual friend Josh Murray. How do you know Josh? Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure I do to, know Josh. He's a musician, man. <laughs> On the road, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, through that, he's really good friends with a couple of guys I know from Mississippi who are um, – musicians also my friend jimmy who's an author now is in new york he was in a band called color revolt back in the day okay uh he was kind of a big band and then um my friend lynn who was also in that band he's gone on to like do art he also lives in new york and okay. it's just it, when you're down here in the deep south in the music scene it's kind of you end up just knowing everyone where are yeah. we talking to you from right now uh from oxford mississippi okay oh wow you are home. right on yeah you are down there yeah. cool Definitely. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got a buddy who, I got a few Southern, I got a lot of Southern musician friends, I yeah, guess. me too. So. Most of mine are in Bowling Green and Nashville. Uh-huh. I, I came yeah. up playing shows with Cage the Elephant and some of those cats. Sleeper, oh, right a, Sleeper Agent and all them. Yeah, yeah. Morning Teleportation. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, cool, man. You know Chris Ammons by any chance? I know that name, okay. but I can't say that I know Yeah, he's a, well. he's a, Southern musician. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right on. So um are you are you familiar with with Jay and with Revolution? Absolutely. I mean I think <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Who are you? You know, I I didn't know Jay when I was a child, but I grew up with my mom watching PTL. Like I have like very vivid memories from when I was about, you know, four or five years old nice. wow. in like the mid eighties, uh, 84, you know, 85, somewhere around there. Yep. And it was like a Sunday morning. It was like every Sunday morning. I guess that's when sure. they had the like Sunday morning, big service. Yeah. You know, that they yeah. Did, uh, yeah around that one. time. And she had that on before we went to church, you know, so Dang. it was like oh, that man, in yeah. the morning. And then we, at that time we were going to like a really small, very just Southern Baptist church, you know, that she grew up in Southern Baptist watching an assemblies of God TV preacher. Well, that's what's interesting (laughs) is my mom ended up kind of having us move away from the Southern Baptist into, I guess what they called like non-denominational Pentecostal style church a few years after that. So I think they were pretty instrumental in her like ideas of that. I went the other way. I went non-denom Pentecostal to Southern Baptist myself. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you like the opposite trajectory. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. But uh, I ended up knowing about Jay. I guess the first thing I heard it was someone loaned me your book, Son of a Preacher Man. I guess it would have been in the early 2000s. About yeah, when that, that book came out <laughs> 23 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that would have been the, the late 90s, I guess. Yeah, early yeah. late nineties. I think it would have been early two thousand. Someone would have given it to okay. me because that would have been about the time I had kind of written off, you know, church yeah, altogether, sure. and was just a pretty 
well committed atheist at that point. I was like really on mm. that track. As one does being raised yeah, yeah. saturated yeah. with uh, And I really I have no idea. I've been trying to rack my brain the last like week trying to remember who even loaned me that book. I, I know I didn't have a copy but I remember reading it wow. and really loving it oh, and connecting cool. with a lot of it. And so, like that was the point. I really just kept up with you. I remember watching the uh, the Showtime series or the Sundance did. Channel, yeah, Sundance, Sundance, yeah, yeah, Sundance Channel series, and I found that really interesting. Um, always wanted to drive over to Atlanta and try to <laughs> come to one of your services. Oh, well, we had a good time. It just never happened. So, but I, you know, I followed you uh, as you do like on social media these days, you know, and just like throughout the years and like, however you were popping up, it's kind of one of those things where like I would be doing my life and I wouldn't think about it for a while. And then I'd be like, Oh, there's Jay Baker. Let's see what he's up to. <laughs> Let's see what he's doing now. You know? uh, yeah. I so get, to, just, I get, I get a little career peak about every seven or eight years. Uh-huh, yeah. And then back yeah. down to back down to the reality. <laughs> <laughs> Much like being a musician. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's actually, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, uh, I I relate probably more to musicians than preachers, but yeah, I think that's why I've always related with you. you. You know, you just seem like you seemed like a guy who would like be hanging out at the show at the bar. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that like couldn't stop talking about God, you know, <laughs> <or> religion. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which is kind of how I always have been. Yeah. You know, it's a really good album. This religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just curious what your main gig is right now. Are you, what's your what's your main group you're playing with? The main thing I'm doing right now is just solo stuff, just under my own name, Andrew Bryant. Um, but I was in a band for years uh, called Water Liars. Yeah, yeah, and, is that kind of folky, we, folkyish? Yeah, kind of. Well, it's funny because we were all described as folky, but then people would book us to play a show and we just had like really loud guitars and we're just really kind of <laughs> abrasive the whole time. They thought we were going to be this really pretty sounding folk group. And then we're just like, <sighs> Bob, Dylan, like uh. Bob Dylan post electric. Yeah, yeah. It was a band of like writing really good songs. Yeah. And then but our punk aesthetic just always came out when we performed live. It was just a point in our lives that we were at. So I like that. that uh, and that band just we kind of disbanded about five years ago we had like self-funded making what we thought was our biggest record the album that everybody told us was going to make us big right and then and then we broke up like in the Uh, van like two months after we tracked this album and so we just we just released that posthumously um cool a a month ago and it's called roll on and it's only available on Bandcamp. so um, but it's doing really well. You know, that's doing well. We're working on vinyl for that. And then I'm just doing my solo stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Vinyl. Slinging vinyls here and there. And we can't play shows right now. So it's really just trying to get a lot of work done. You know, like yeah. I'm actually just writing songs and, yeah, you know, trying to kick along. You got your drum set back there. Do you do, you do multi-tracking and play all the instruments? Yeah, I do for the most part for my own stuff. And yeah. I have like... I have a couple friends in town here. My friend Kel, he's like a, he's kind of the North Mississippi resident pedal steel player. Oh, nice. He's like the guy who plays on everyone's album because he's the only guy who knows how to play pedal steel. So that's cool. I I collaborate with him a good bit. And then I have other friends that I'm like collaborating with. But more or less, I've always really liked to just like go into a room and create something out of nothing and just all on my own, you know? So it just seems like Miss, Mississippi would be just like a, just like just a haven 
for music. I mean, not just like a type of music. I mean, I'm sure there's a definitely more folk music there than than most or, or blues and stuff. But it just seems like there'd be so much music there. You know? It is, you know, and like a small town, like Oxford is like a small college town. Yeah. Uh, Fat Possum Records is based out of here, though. And I don't know if you are familiar with them, but I they am. started out as a blues label and they do a lot of like, you know, indie rock and punk and all that now. Cool. So there's always bands coming through. But what's interesting is like I'm the 40 year old guy who never left Oxford right now. So I've seen like four different waves of mm-hmm. musicians and bands who kind of come in and out you know, that form their band in college and they do well and they move on or they give it up. And so, yeah, but you're right. There's just something about the, this area that just produces a lot of music and art in general. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we, we usually end the loose in the Bible belt tour that we do, um, we do with a comedian and we usually end it in Mississippi. And, uh, yeah, I've missed that the last couple of times you've come through. Yeah. So it's always like, and I'm just always just take, like we usually have like a day or two off, when we're there and I just like see everything mm. I mean, the culture is just maddening. You know I mean? I, I don't think people realize like the culture in the, the South that's like just amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's one mm-hmm. of those places where you'll see it just totally everywhere. Yeah. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so I'm kind of curious what, um, what brought you back? What piqued your interest and kind of brought you back into the um the spiritual or christian adjacent or post-christian world after going through your period of period of is that what we're calling it yeah we don't have no idea (laughs) anymore we just just see what sticks we just throw out a bunch of adjectives and see what sticks against the wall yeah yeah but what what kind of brought you back after your 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 period of your season if you will in christianese of atheism i think it's one of those things where i'm just starting to learn that if you were raised in such a the culture such as we were, it's just like it consumes your entire life. Yeah, it's satur- saturating. It cannot leave you. Like, it, you can't yeah, you're fully ha- shut you're it. Haunted. You know? You're haunted. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are often, we get to this point, especially like late teens, going into college, you start to learn like, oh, all of these things are not necessarily true. There's science and there's all yeah. these other things that Sure. Disprove all these, and so you just take that hard turn to atheism. You're right. like, what's well, all bullshit, right? You know? Baby with the bathwater kind of thing. And that's definitely what I did. And I think just going through my twenties of not thinking about it, getting into my thirties, I had just a lot of wrestling with it, and a lot of it's just like you know, being disconnected from my family, my parents, my sisters are all still like very much involved in like the evangelical culture and church. Oh wow. So there's always this kind of separation that's there and lingering that you can't like bridge because they, it seems that they just like, cause I can't even, I'll describe it to my wife now as like telling my parents that I'm an atheist would be akin to telling them that I'm gay, right? you know, that like their only son is gay or, you know, or something like that. Like it would, it would be like a shock to them that they would cut off. So I've never done that, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that, and I went through a divorce about uh, four years ago. Mm. Um, it just kind of like really had a crumbling of my existence in yeah, a lot of too. ways. Um, and then in the last couple of years, I've just found myself like in those times of like just needing to figure out how to get my shit together. That those some of those simple tools that my mom taught me, like through that culture of like getting up early 
she called it having quiet time. You know, you get <laughs> yeah. up early in the morning yeah, and read your Bible. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and while I don't do it in that way, I, it's a tool that I learned was very important for sure. our mental health, you know, which is to have that time in the morning to, to meditate or reflect or yeah. do what I needed to do. And so I'm like, and then I found through that, just like me realizing like, Oh, I am so fascinated and interested in God and what it means and, and religion in general. Like, it's just something I've never stopping thinking about. It was really unhealthy for me. Right. So I'm just like embracing myself to get back into studying and thinking about it as much as I can. And I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Cause you know, I, one time was, I did, uh, was one time doing a Larry King thing and they had me like on there with two atheists and, and, um, this one atheist was like, said to me, was like, I don't think, you know, I don't know if Jay will ever be able to get away from it because it's so ingrained in him. So I don't, you know, basically like, you know, sorry, dude, I don't think you'll ever be able to evolve as far as I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but in some ways I was like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're right. You know, there's something that's saturated in me and I'm trying to take everything positive from that, that I learned and, you know, allow it to be the foundation rather than fighting it as, as the right. foundation, you know? And I'm open to definitely being wrong, you know, um, at mm-hmm. the end of the day. But it's given me so many tools yeah. to live life and to communicate with others. Totally. Um, and to find a sense of of peace and not a sense of peace of like, mm-hmm. where am I going to go when I die? Sense of peace, but like a sense of just accepting life on life's terms. Right. And, uh, you know. And to me, there's something really beautiful about that. And, you know, really challenged me to, like, love people that I wouldn't generally love, you know, and care about, mm-hmm. you know, and go the extra mile and and do stuff like that. So, yeah, I get it. It's 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 strange when it, it evolves into something that it's becomes your own. You know, it's not mm-hmm. totally. your parents or the church or the thing, you know, and, and there's like this just this thread that just that gets there. I mean, I, I, I purposely have not raised my kids in the church um, because I just, I want them to have more freedom in it. Like I want to, right. you know, I mean, I'll, if they ask me questions about God or Jesus or things like that, I'll, I'll tell them their mom's an atheist. So, you mm-hmm. know, but it's like, um, but it's, 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 you know, I, I've really tried hard because I want them to kind of grow into it on their own, you know, right. and make their own decisions. But yeah, it's, it's, and that's complicated too, you know, because yeah. how we were raised, like, you know, watching Christian TV and then going to church, you know, and you're like, can't we just stay home? We just watched it, you know, <laughs> but, right, right. that's not how it worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, and it's still like, I don't know what to call myself, like, yeah. Yeah. but I, I used to just be like, oh, I'm an atheist. If some, if I felt comfortable, you know, if yeah. it was like at a punk rock show, it'd be like, oh, you got these. Christian tattoos on you and I'm like, yeah, but I'm done with that. I'm an atheist now. It's all right. bullshit. Yeah. And now I find that I'm, you know, going for my walk or going for a run. And I'm like, I, why am I trying to define myself? One. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why am I trying to think of a word to mm. put on it? But when I do, because I often do, I don't know what to say. Yeah. It's kind of like how you guys say, like, you don't know what to call it now. But right. I think we're just in like a really interesting period Totally. Time and history, you know, and I think that is part of another thing that's brought me back around is that I'm just finding out there's musicians that had roots in like evangelical Christianity that I had no idea. It's one of those things that we hide a lot of times because 
you know, Christian music scenes and, and all of yeah. that is just so looked down on, you know, when yeah. you're trying to be like in a cool band, <laughs> uh-huh. you know? Uh, yeah. Um, but it's one of those things like my good friend Daniel owns a record store in Birmingham now. And me and him just like geek out about MXPX. You know, <laughs> or something that we, like, we loved, you know, like when we're kids. So there's just, and it's also like a bond there, you know, it's, and all of us have kind of like, not all of us, but there are a lot of us who have just that are in my world who have gone through this. And it's really like a time where I feel like we're able and I guess maybe it's Trump America has definitely had something to do with it, God, yeah. you know, because it's expanded just all of the really bad parts, parts of, it. of it. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of blowing up in their face, I think, a little yeah. bit, you know, because it we want a, someone like me wants to like kind of reclaim uh, something for my family too, in, in a way of saying, you know what I mean? I like, yeah. same way, totally. You're yeah. taking some, you're taking something from me and getting my family involved in your bullshit, you know, yeah, right. like, cause I know that's not who they are. Yeah. I know that that's not the kind of people oh, they are. Yeah. Totally. Uh, even though they, I'm not talking to my father and brother right now. They're like extremely mad at me for yeah. like angry at me for going to black lives matter protest and just, anything you know um, well and it's weird because you know i hadn't talked but, to my dad in a while we talked about a week ago mm-hmm. and it was funny like trump never came up once during our conversation so yeah. part of me was kind of like hopeful that maybe it was like you know maybe the the illusion is mm. is wearing off mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. you know but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it sucks that, that stuff makes your family life complicated oh, as God. well, you know. Tell me about it. Right. You know, and then I think about like Zizak trying to reclaim uh what is it? Uh, communism. communism where he's like you know, he keeps saying he's gonna change you know, like we I could relabel it something else and we talk about a, something saturated with really bad memories. Yeah, bad press. Bad press. You know, but right. he's like, I feel like we have to keep the word and redefine it. So I feel like we're just like who knows what it'll be in 10 or 20 years, oh, God. Yeah, you know, because totally. you think like maybe they'll all disappear, but then at the same time, you know, Liberty university's still pushing people out. So right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, it's one of those things where my mom, I think always wanted me to go to like Bible college and, and like be a preacher too. So I think that has a lot to do with mm. just like m- me keeping that around. is just like, Still just trying to like please my mom. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> also, oh my goodness. Now we're like, getting Freud in. Yeah. I fully you know what like, I mean? Yeah. There's a lot, but it's also like my mom is the one who will really listen to me. Like yeah. we can have those conversations. Wow. Yeah. So I know that it's something that, um, uh, it really bonds us. And that, yeah. like, going back to like, why am I in this place now? It's because like I have to, you yeah. know, I have to do that or else. You know, and I think a lot of it is me having children and I'm seeing my children grow up and seeing like what things do I do that potentially is going to make them like not want to talk to me later. Like when I think. Yeah, totally. And and when I think like my children, when I think of my children not wanting to have a conversation with me in the way that sometimes I don't want to talk to my parents, like Mm -hmm. it breaks my heart. Yeah. So I try to be really intentional about like you know, how I navigate that relationship wow. in the correct way. So, yeah. yeah, it's amazing what it does to parenthood. I mean, it is amazing right. when you become a parent yourself and you, you learn so much from your, your parents that in a new way, 
that you never right. thought you'd see. And you almost are, you're able to, I mean, I found I'm able to actually have incredible empathy. Yeah. You see that as people. In, in some ways. Almost peers. Yeah. Almost peers. And going like, oh, you know, but then realizing when those things that might keep me from my kids, you know, or maybe me not paying attention to them, you know, see those kind of come up. I go, oh, that's the, that's the one my dad went with, you know, on that situation. Right, right. So mm-hmm. I've got a, you know, there's a, there's almost something chemical happening in me that says, you know, just sit here and stay on your phone rather than get in the pool with the kids, you know? Right. So instead I really try to make the decision, like I'm going to get in that cold ass pee filled kitty pool <laughs> with my kids, you know? And, yeah. um, ultimate sacrifice, but you're, but it's, you're grateful for it because at the same way right. you'll be a better, you know, you're a better parent. So it's God, it's really complicated. And I think, I think that's why I really love thinking critically and, and thinking things through is because, you know, I don't want my parents to be the bad guys. It's just they had what they had and did what they did. And now I'm going to be a better parent for some of those things. And there's some good things that they taught me, too, that I'm, I do, you know. So, right. Anyway, of course. Sorry, I don't want to turn this into yeah. a <laughs> therapy session. <laughs> well, um, no, it's all good. I'll, I'll ask you, Andrew, um, what are some things specifically about revolution that attract you? to it uh, coming out of your evangelical background what are some things that uh that draw you to revolution i think you know early on i was mentioning watching the the sundance documentary i sure at the time i was really struck by the way you were just like at a bar like you know inviting people people who had felt like they've been ostracized by church Mm -hmm. this is a safe space like you created a safe space i think that's what i've always like loved about you what you do jay is like you have this kind of radical love oh thanks way of going about it to say like this is a safe space that you can come and i think there's you have never made me feel unsafe you know and a lot of christians i still get really triggered by just Mm. like the words church yeah (laughs) Yeah. worship service and me and my wife and my my i'm remarried now so um which is great and awesome uh, but we get a, we were a little bit involved with the Uni- Unitarian Universalist Church cool. that's here in Oxford, which is very small, um, and I love it. But there's even times where I'm just like, it's too much like <laughs> yeah. church. Yeah, you, know? yeah like, right. you come in, the format. You, you have the song, you sit down, you know, you have a reading, uh-huh. someone speaks, you have an offering, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, like a giving time. You know, it's just yeah. like structured the same, and that's cool. But there's something about the way. Jay, you seem to have always done it where it's just like we're taking this book and these other books and we have an idea and we're going to explore it together. And I don't have all the answers, but I'm looking for them and I know y'all are looking for them. And it's just kind of this. That to me, that's how I like to learn things. And I think actually that goes back to I was homeschooled for a lot of my childhood. Me too. So there's something about like a structured classroom a structured environment that just like doesn't work for me. Yeah, you know, either. like I just don't like to learn yeah. that way. Yeah. I just, I can't, you know, like, and I, I struggled. And when I went to college, I like struggled with it. And I finally learned how to navigate my way through it enough to pass, you know, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I think that's what it is. And then like your message of grace is something I've seen you explore. I've, I've, I've like watched it evolve and come in and out of all these places. And I, it's so nuanced and hard to understand 
and challenging that I love, (laughs) you know, but it's also just wonderful. It's just such a wonderful idea. Uh, Mm. And I think that's why it's so complicated because if you have this idea of Christ as being perfect, you know, the son of God and perfect, but shows us all love and grace, that's something that the church is like, well, you're never going to be able to be that. You have to ask for it and then just do what you can, then you'll go to heaven, you know? Right. And I was always like, that's not good enough for me. And that's not how I read it. You know, like, I think the idea is we are trying to be that as much as possible, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know that, I mean, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm not like some great theologian, but I'm, uh, at all, I'm not a, <laughs> even a, not even a minor <laughs> theologian. Not just, even a shitty. Theologian. I like to read, and not even a shitty theologian. <laughs> have nothing to do with theology, but you know, I just I find that these things are what keep me at my best and they keep me most productive in my life. Keep me being the best person because I'm quick. I've, I'm punk rock enough that I would just be like, I'm done with you. Get you know, yeah. get out of here. Um, I, and that's, this is the, you know, the idea of grace and, and the things that Jesus taught are the things that bring me back to actually being the, a good person, a person for good. Mm, yeah. uh, Cause I know that just writing people off and that doesn't change anything either. That's creates the polarization that we're at now. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. And so like, yeah. it's one of those things that I, I always thought was really important and, yeah. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm still extremely critical of what is considered like the church yeah. and what is considered the m- mainstream idea of Christianity. Cause yeah. I, I just, I do know that that is not what is in that book mm-hmm. and what is in the, the, all the books around it and the understandings that come around that. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, you're yeah. in good company there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, our, our kind of wrap-up question we always ask is, um, as a listener and a follower of what we're doing, is there anything that comes to mind that we could do better, that we could improve on? Do you have any feedback for us, any criticism, constructive criticism, hurtful criticism, uh, <laughs> you know, anything that comes to mind that we could do more of or even do less of or that we, that we could adjust or tweak any, any uh, c- feedback at all? Uh, not really. I'm not one to, to dish out criticism because I I'm really bad at taking. Criticism, so. <laughs> well, I have a, I have a direct question for you then. In that case, yeah. especially since you're an accomplished musician, um, we've been getting a lot of feedback recently about somehow incorporating some kind of music into the service while being sensitive to not uh, triggering anyone. Like perhaps right. maybe saying, "Hey, after the service today." We're going to have, you know, 10 minutes of music, uh, you know, contemplation, instrumental music. If you'd like, you can hang around. If that's something that you're not interested in or that might be triggering for you, you know, you can cut out. That's kind of like the draft of it, um, you know, the the thought experiment draft that we're that we're kind of leaning towards. Do you have any any ideas for the people who do want music to be a part of the service, but a way for us to present that without it being too triggering or it being a mandatory part of the service? I've never, as a, even a musician, I've never, it's never been something that I wanted or okay, needed yeah. out of this format. Yeah, we, I will say that, number uh-huh. one. But I could see why. Yeah, Music is something that can kind of calm people. And I was on your service earlier. 
I was watching and you were getting like a lot of specific feedback earlier. Yeah. yeah. And that does create a lot of anxiety for people. Uh-huh. Um, and I know that music is, can help alleviate that kind of in the moment. Um, I would, if I had any recommendation or suggestion, I would say keep it instrumental. Yeah. Because I agree. Song, songwriters, are <laughs> <laughs> songwriters are going to trigger people. It doesn't matter if you're writing the happiest song in the world. Someone's going to find a problem yeah. with it. Yeah. You know, that's just how yeah. it is. You, you can't like not judge songwriters. Yeah. We're putting ourselves out there to be judged. Yeah. Or even the know? fact that you're playing um, a G chord in a church environment can, <laughs> can be triggering in and of itself. That's true. I didn't even think of that. But if you were playing the G chord wrong, I would be really hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I think I think the way you guys are doing it's great. It serves me great because I, I I often put your podcast on like these when I'm uh, I, I go for runs oh, cool. constantly. Yeah. It's great for my health and my mental health. It's just something that I do. I love to put them on then and go through it. Uh, long drives and things like that. Right. You know, yeah. um, I've never found any problem with it. So you know, cool. anything in the format. Well, thanks, so. man. Awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Great to hear your insight as well. It's very, totally. uh, very affirming. Yeah, man. I just, I can relate with you a whole lot too, Andrew, with you, with, with your upbringing and the homeschooling and, and your, yeah. your, your feelings and reactions to, uh, kind of being saturated by that environment. I, I, I totally feel you, man. I'm really glad we got to connect. Man, same here. I just, I really love what you guys do and it means a lot to me. I think there's a, I would, I would say this too. I think there's more people listening and paying attention than maybe you guys realize oh, thanks, um, mm. because I have conversations. I'll, I've toured every state in this country, you know, for 20 years. And I just know that there I've had multiple conversations with people that I can't even remember yeah. all over the country who like know who you are, Jay, and like know what's going on, oh, cool. and, you know, are like tuned into the ideas. Maybe it doesn't, you know, materialize is just like tons of followers or right. tons of mm-hmm. listeners or whatever. But the ideas are so important yeah. and like getting out there. Yeah. And I think that's what's important. That's great. You know, that's super awesome. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the yeah. goal. Get people out there thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, you can, uh, you know, feel free to, to, to turn this down, but I'd like to extend to you an invitation. If you wanted to ever send me like a three minute long, little contemplative instrumental track, I'd be happy to tack it on to the end of a podcast sure. episode. Just you know, so after people hear the message, they can kind of sit and, and reflect and, and hear some acoustic finger picking. And judge you. And judge you. Put it all on you. <laughs> Listen to this bastard. He'll yeah. make you yeah, happy that's... or pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he might even try an altar call. Uh, yeah, he's going to get us back no, no, to what? the old hey, days. Hang on a minute. Hang on. You're trying to go back to the altar calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. There's, it, you know, there's time, there's days when that feels good and there's days when it feels wrong. Yeah. yeah. It, that's what's, yeah. I think that's what, it, you know, it, to me, church is always, it's such an emotional thing. Oh, yes. I grew up in such a, it's such a vulnerable, emotional place. It just always brings something up. But sometimes that's good. You know, yeah. some days it's good, some days it's bad. We're human. So that's how it goes. Totally. Yeah, it definitely does. I'll send you some tunes, though. Tunes yeah. are always good. I love that. I feel like music, Oh, always good, which yeah. is why I don't. <laughs> I feel like I'm biased. I, hear you know, you. I like music. music. Yeah, yeah, I love cool. music. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Andrew. I'm really glad we yeah, got to absolutely. connect, man. Same, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah Josh is good people, so uh, we pr- appreciate the recommendation and appreciate you making the time and agreeing to talk to us. Yeah, we'll see you online. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right, buddy. All right. Good day, guys. See you, buddy. We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. If you are in Minnesota and you're seeking an ex-religious, supportive community, check out Former Fundamentalists on Meetup.com or Reclamation Collective, who you can find on both Facebook and Instagram. If you're not in Minnesota, but are looking for a similar support group, check out Recovering from Religion. They have a lot of resources and can point you in the right direction to a community near you or can give you the resources for you to start a support group in your area. Right now, these groups are probably not meeting in person due to COVID, but get connected now. That was a post-Christian podcast.